You're listening to TOSE, The Other Side Enterprise, where we are committed to bringing you to the other side, taking you from dreams to possibilities and on to reality. Listen in on talks for business and life coaching starting right now with your host, Tiffany Rufino. Hey, other siders, welcome back to the podcast. We are happy to have you. I am here with the video game to my PlayStation. Mr. Rufino, does that work? Um, all that right, a, I'll take it. That was, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> we just we'll, went we'll for it. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we are over halfway to our next milestone, which is a thousand downloads. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and what I want to kind of tease about is the different things that we're going to be bringing once we have a thousand downloads. Dun, dun, dun. So we're working on really cool things for our website and different uh, tools and gifts that we can bring to you. And then a lot of extras um, that I can't share now, but you will be very happy that you waited. So I'm just going to throw that little teaser out there and thank you for supporting us, subscribing, sharing with your friends and family and uh, providing feedback as always. And our five star rating, we greatly appreciate um, and we're lucky to have the other siders with us. I don't know about you, but I want that stuff now. Well, you gotta wait for it. Well, all right. Well, I guess <laughs> I guess that's what I gotta do. So, what have you been doing with your time during the quarantine? Um, working, writing, catching up on a lot of, I guess, games. Video. Ga- I'm a big gamer, so like, I have a back catalog of games that I have, but I've never like played. I guess. Mm-hmm. And we've also binge watched a couple of shows and we've been doing podcasts and things like that. I've also been working on my own personal development. I've been working on my Spanish, um, which I'm getting so much better understanding. It's just replying that I uh, need some work in. And what I've recently been doing is working on my family tree. And I've been working on a website, which I'm not going to mention because, you know, that's how podcasts are run. (laughs) And I used this website about 10 years ago, and then I walked away from the project. And, you know, I figured with this time, it would be good for me to return to the project and do some research on my biological uh, family members and, you know, just see how far I could go. And it's not that I felt that I was missing something from my life where I wanted to do this. It was, hey, I have a whole bunch of time. Uh, What better time to create a tree than now? (laughs) So (laughs) I used a little bit of the information that I had uh, from 10 years ago, which, you know, helped me kind of regroup and restart and reset and then things that I've learned in those 10 years. I've worked with my mom on some of the pieces, uh, you know, that she can fill in. I've talked with my cousin in the past about, you know, the tree. And as you go through the history, I mean, the documents that you find are so cool. I've found army draft cards. I've found, you know, the immigration records. I've found 
all the census uh, paperwork and just seeing all the handwriting that's on there and and things like that. It's it's incredibly cool because history was something that I was always passionate about. I mean, you know, I found Hamilton before you did, and I had to make sure I threw that out there. Yeah, you, you definitely <laughs> introduced me to uh, to Hamilton. And you know, just history was just a thing. So why not learn more about my history? And then there's, you know, things that I've had a certain pull towards and I couldn't understand where that pull was coming from. And I was wondering if it was from my ancestry, you know, like I have a passion for understanding Greek mythology and and understanding Greek culture. And so I wanted to see, okay, is any part of my history, does it go that way? Um, I just happen to have a natural ear for understanding. I don't know if that's a word, a natural ear. I mean, both my ears are natural. (laughs) I have not enhanced them in any way other than with um, hoops. But I have a natural hearing. Uh, What am I trying to say here? Help me out. I'll I'll go. You know, you could just go back to natural (laughs) ear. natural ear. And and we'll go with that. (laughs) Can we make a shirt that has a picture of an ear and say, my ears are natural? (laughs) Yeah. We'll we'll put that on the... um, the blonde on the roadmap list. as yeah. one of the, uh, the the gifts that are coming down the, the gift pipe. shop. <laughs> so I I have the ability to understand languages um, more than I can speak to, and I don't know if a lot of that's intuition or if it's an uh, old soul sort of thing, or <clears throat> there's just a drawing to that area. So, well, a couple of things before I go into my point in all this, uh, I did find out that. I have Sicilian heritage, um, which is not far removed from me at all. I have Russian heritage and I have Irish heritage, um, more so than we thought when, you know, we did the family DNA tests and and that sort of thing. So that's pretty cool. And I'm researching into how I can get dual uh, citizenship on a couple of those things and just understanding what that looks like and what does that mean and just because you know hey i can and now that i found this out i may want to i don't know you never know what the future holds right so in doing this in researching and talking to my mom and having great conversations and thinking about stories and you know it it brings up my memories um and then it fills my imagination with the what ifs right as you're filling in gaps and you're researching back to the 1800s and you know i'm trying to get back further into the 1700s and what that looks like and the stories themselves become interesting and then you sit there and you wonder you know um as you start going through the scenarios, you start thinking, should I have done that? Was that the right thing to do at the time? You know, because memories come up and not all memories are great. Mm -hmm. And you think about the memories that you've been a part of and the memories that you were able to create and, you know, things that you wish you had said, things you wish you hadn't said, things you wish never happened, things you wish had happened, all these things. And that plays a lot into our mentality i think of trying to find closure in places where you can't create closure because that opportunity is not there anymore and sometimes i think that leads people to have a feeling of regret or a feeling of guilt and that sits with them because they don't have that closure however what i would say the gift of that is is the experience and the learning because maybe the purpose from that was for you to share that story with somebody else or maybe it was to protect you for the next situation that comes up like that there was a lesson that had to have been learned in one of those 
uh, areas or situations. What are your thoughts on that? I myself, um, I'm not a fan of closure. I don't like looking back except to just understand and move forward. So um, does that mean that you gain closure so that you don't have to go back? Well, not really closure. Just I look at a situation and whatever happened, it just kind of, I mean, I guess it's self-closure. I don't feel like I need closure with, like, with multiple people kind of thing. But when I look at a situation myself, I look at it, I look at what I did, how I reacted, how other people reacted to what I did. And then I just leave it at that as just something that happened. Whatever happened to me is is what happened, right? So that just helps me for the next time that I'm in that situation. I know what to expect. When does it become personal for you? Um, I don't think it ever really... It, I, I would say it becomes personal when somebody does tries to do something to, to my loved ones. Like I, when somebody... When a situation goes south for me, I can usually find my own mistake that I made there and I can adjust, right? Like I can just take it on the chin and go forward. But I'm very protective about around the, the people around me. Okay. So I think <clears throat> when I think about, I think when I think about, <laughs> when I think about situations uh, that I go back to, in my mind, um, it's personal for me when, yes, it's loved ones the majority of the time when it's family. And if it's not family, then it's a different kind of resolution that I look for in my head. And I think that's because I'm more of an intuitive being in that sense and, and uh, an empath in that sense. And where even though the person may not be in front of me, the feeling is still there. I could still feel the feeling back in high school whenever I had that moment with somebody, you know. Uh, and I think I look for resolution, knowing what I know now. Um, would I do, do would I do things differently, or would I leave it as it is because I gained the experience from it? And I think reflection is a great way to uh, help you self analyze and help you remove emotion and kind of reread how you remember it and. In saying that, when you reflect, maybe writing down the scenario that happened in the past and reflecting over it and picking out the actual facts of what happened and the logic and remove the emotion from it and find out what you learned from it that's helped you since then. I can see that. Um, for me, it's more... I, I try to be realistic. So some people look at something in the past and they say... I wish I would have done this, right? Mm -hmm. And oftentimes the I wish I would have done this is the equivalent to I wish I was from Krypton and I had a cape and I was super, super fast and I would have been able to stop whatever it was that happened or acted in a different way. Being realistic to me is more like seeing how you were in that moment and understanding which parts of those are you that you can't really change which parts of those you can improve on because you learn and accepting it and then understanding how to cope with your reaction to something when that situation presents itself again. For example, so, uh, some people might 
be in a conversation and then later they say, oh, I wish I would have said this. It would have been really witty. And if you think about it, you might, I mean, that that exact scenario is not going to present itself again, right? So you you don't want to be sitting with that one-liner that you should have said three weeks ago waiting for that situation to present itself. You could just say, you know what? I don't have to be the star of every joke. It doesn't come to me in those kinds of situations, and I'm okay with that. And I can let somebody else have the the, the spotlight for those types of scenarios. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it's a case-by-case basis. I yeah, think definitely. Like a professional scenario, I could totally see where that example would come about, right? Maybe you're at a company party or a celebration and you meet somebody you've been wanting to uh, engage with for a while and it's a group of people around this person. And yeah, you want to have that moment where I could share this and they would, re- would remember me or whatever the case. And you don't for whatever reason. And so then you overthink it or you do share that witty comment that ends up being only witty to you and awkward because nobody reacts the way that you wanted to. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's always a reason as to why you did or didn't. But I think what plays in is the what ifs. And we will talk about the what ifs and the overthinking because we all know that's limitless after this. Hey, other siders, are you looking for the perfect decoration to adorn your home with? Or what about a seasonal wreath for your favorite holiday, exactly the way that you want it? Limitless Adornments creates beautifully unique, 100% custom wreaths all year round. Each wreath is handmade and custom made to celebrate your favorite holiday, hobby, or just a place in your home. If you're interested in placing a custom order for your own personalized wreath, look up Limitless Adornments on Facebook, Instagram, and Etsy to make your perfect wreath a reality. Mention the other side to receive 10% off your first order. Okay, so we were talking about overthinking and how to find closure and not really go into the depths of what ifs, right? I feel that the what ifs and the depths of it is like watching YouTube and then watching the next suggested video and the next suggested video uh, and going into this like cyberspace that you're not supposed to be in because the YouTube journey, then you're sobbing over like kittens and all this other stuff. <laughs> and you were just looking for recipes for chicken. Wings. Right. Right. And I started crying because of how they came up with the recipe. You know, it just goes in all different directions. So just like the podcast did. <laughs> But um, what do you do? Because you are very clear at what your line is for thinking about a moment or staying in a moment too long. You're just like, let's keep moving forward. Let's keep moving forward. So how do you do that? Do you believe that you were just raised that way and it was something that was instilled in you? Or is this something that you learned to do? Or was it a quality you always had? Um, it, It came with a lot of practice. And I com- I tend to compartmentalize. That's not something I was raised with, but it's just. Let's talk about that for a second. So, how would you define car, car compartmentalizing? Thank you, compartmentalizing <laughs> to the our audience. So, compartmentalizing would be taking each piece of information that I have and classifying it as something before I act on it. So, there's certain things that'll happen, like 
I could I could make it super simple. I I really love Oreo cookies. So if I walk past the Oreo cookies, I'm gonna grab one and eat it. If I think about it later, instead of saying oh, I shouldn't have eaten them Oreo cookies, I already know I love Oreos. It's my favorite snack food. So I walk past it, and the only solution to that is don't have Oreo cookies in the house. So if I have them there, I'm inviting myself to eat them. Case closed. There's no further thought that needs to, to go into that. But that's a tangible item. You don't have that with feelings and emotions when it comes to a situation that happened in the past. I'm not going to have a DVD that I plop in and I purposely watch and rewatch a moment where I may have embarrassed myself or I missed an opportunity. Right. That's just all in your mind. So yeah. how are you like doing that without having an item in the house or not in the house? Well, to put it to, to emotions, that also, again, it takes practice. It's it's something I've done since I was very young. And when I when something happens and it's not bringing me like I'm very focused on what I want to do next. It's almost like I feel like I'm on a train and that train just goes. So if there's something that's not helping me put more coal in the engine of the train, then I have to put it in a box and move it to the side for later. And the things that put the things in the past that put more coal are times that I've been inefficient with the way that I move forward. Right. So I can look at that and say, oh, I was inefficient then. Here's how I can be efficient now. Um, The things that don't help me move forward are things that are part of me. So you know, my things that come with my upbringing, things that come with my culture, things that come with the, the type of person that I am, that I know myself to be. And so a lot of that comes with, you know, self-analysis, self being self-aware. So looking back on those situations and saying, man, I wish I had cleaned my room more. When you know you're a messy person, you're a messy person. It's okay. There are ways to cope with that instead of dwelling on something that maybe the way to change it or the way to to fix it is not by just reshaping your entire being. Well, it's okay for the person that is a messy person to be a messy person. <laughs> it's not exactly okay for the other people to be okay with that. Just going to put that out there. Um, so what I'm talking about is more of a impactful scenario versus looking back and generally summarizing that maybe I am a type A personality or maybe I you know was too loud every time I spoke to somebody. It's more of I had this specific conversation with this person and the outcome wasn't what I hoped it would be now that I look back on it. And I think from an audience perspective, when I hear you say what you were talking about, one of the things that I would think of first is, well, is that just suppressing how you feel about those moments if you're moving forward? And is it possible those moments will come up later and hit you hard, right? Because that could build up a mountain of guilt and regret and let not in your stomach and not realizing why it's there versus, you know, did you already feel that you dealt with it? Um, I think there's a big difference. And again, this is more stuff that comes with a lot of self-reflection and being self-aware. There's a difference between moving forward and suppressing. If something is going to come back to you, then you really haven't moved past it. You're just kicking the can 
down the road. So until you reach it and it be, and you get a snowball that's huge instead of the little thing that you had. When you really move forward past something, you just put it. It's not that you've put it out of your mind, but you extract what you can from it, what you're able to, and the rest you just accept. So you can accept that, you know, you had a conversation and you're maybe not a great negotiator or you're not really smooth with the ladies or the you know, the opposites, whatever gender you're into, right? You can accept those things if that's you. But then what can you learn from that? Because you still have to function, right? So that's kind of how you move forward. I'm oversimplifying it a ton, but I'm doing that just so that it kind of makes sense. Yeah. And I think that's just what we needed was clarity on. Is it suppression or is it no, I've actually closed this off. I took my lesson. I learned from it and I'm moving forward. Oprah said a quote a long time ago that resonated with me, and that was, forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could have been any different. That I agree with a ton. Yeah, it's helped me a ton. And I think um, it's not that you're forgetting that it happened. I think part of it is either forgiving the person that was in the scenario with you for not understanding or not reacting the way that you needed them to in that moment, or forgiving yourself for not acting the way that you thought you should have, or the way that you feel now you should have. Because understand, what you know now is through experiences and through life changes, and you didn't have that then for a reason. You had to grow into the person that you are now. And I think a lot of us beat ourselves up over the past Um, A, because, you know, that's reflection. B, because, you know, being human, there's always that side of you that's like, I could have done better. I could have been greater. I could have, could have, could have. Well, all right. So take that information. And how are you going to apply that differently in the future? Because you have to forgive yourself that the past can't be changed at this moment, but you could create the future to be what you want it to be. There's also a semblance of if the past, you know, you, you can go into all the, the sci-fi, the back to the futures and the time travel movies. Like if you had changed, if you had reacted differently, look at the thing that you love the most right now in your life. And that might not be there. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I look at, you know, me, you, me and you are married. We're, we are. We're, we have paperwork we, on that. We literally. <laughs> I I asked for that, but <laughs> we literally got together. It was a, a series of coin flips, if you think about it, right? Where I'm listening. <laughs> well, where well, are we going with this? Are you, you going to regret this later? <laughs> no, and I, and and the reason I say that is because we we went to high school together. We didn't hang out in high school. We weren't like chummy in high school we didn't hang out after high school it was years later when a chance person said that you know that said i think it was they said it to me that you were looking for something and i happened to have it um Um, a lot of things can be assumed from that in in this case it was it was was my mixtape yeah it was working on music and and so (laughs) you were working on music and i had the means to assist with that and so we, we we ended up working together. And if that person, like you, if I was to sit there and think, 
what if that person had never said that to me? Would we still be together? What if, you know, you, and you start thinking about things even after that, like, what if I would have just not listened? Or it's what like if closing I, doors versus serendipity. Correct. And so in any scenario, you can apply that logic to any scenario in your life. And I look at you and I look at the, you know, the, our dogs. I look at um, all of our fr- really close friends and family that we have around us that, you know, we love having. And if you take a situation that I look at back in 20 years ago and I say, I wish I would have done this. Who knows? All of that would have been would vanish. Right. So I don't think that's a bad thing to think about the what ifs and the other side of it, because what you learn is if you're loving where you're at now and you reflect on that situation and you think about what if this didn't happen and I didn't have this. A, it helps you appreciate what you do have. Yeah. But B, it helps you reconfirm your intuition and your instincts at the same time that you were on the right path and you walked that path blindly without knowing what the outcome was going to be. But you're happy with it. But you made a choice every step of the way. And sometimes if the choice... um Like I think about, (laughs) I don't want to go into this story too deep, but sometimes the universe has a plan for you that's greater than your plan for you. So the universe will let you have your plan for a little bit. And then if you're going a little bit stronger in the wrong direction, the universe will stop the world (laughs) and turn you on to the direction that you were meant to be here for. Uh, I don't think that's in all cases, but I think depending on... I always think of the signs on the back of the truck on Bruce Almighty that say, stop. Go this oh, yeah. way. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and you're sitting there and you don't know why until afterwards. And you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. I think there's a time frame that you put on it for different scenarios where you're not feeling good about it. When it's a situation that happened in the past and you're still working through it in your mind because you're you don't feel good in how it ended and maybe it's a matter of striking up a conversation with that person again and um bringing up the conversation and bringing up the memory and telling them listen i don't feel good about how this memory was let's let's talk about it because the chances are they either forgot or they're not feeling that it turned out the way that you felt it did mm-hmm. i think we think that people think of us more often than they do. So let me say that again. I think that we think that other people think about us way more often than they do. Like the person down walking down the street might have seen me trip and now they're going to be thinking about it all day and telling all their friends and all this other stuff, whereas the person may not have even seen me trip. Or they looked at it and they see people trip every day and they're like, I don't care. Or they had just fallen like five feet before and they're wondering if I'm thinking about it now, right? So there's just so many things that assumptions can get you in trouble with. I think it's good to sit and explore and analyze and let your mind go back and daydream and really celebrate yourself and not be hard on yourself about what got you to the point that you're at. And what's going to get you to the point where you want to be if you're not completely there yet? I think all the things that got you to this point made you the amazing human being that you are. It's what you do with that experience that will take you from great to greater. And are you thanking 
yourself in the universe for that experience or are you judging yourself and putting yourself down and if you are think about would you say that to your favorite person in the world would you talk to your favorite person in the world the way that you talk to yourself and if the answer is no then stop doing it because you should be your favorite person in the world and I think that's the perfect way to end this podcast so thank you again all for supporting us Uh, Make sure you subscribe and listen, and we'll talk to you on the other side. Stay healthy, guys. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share. We'll see you next time on The Other Side Enterprise.